Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 12, titled Apprentice, Part 1. The start of an incredible two-part episode. An incredible two-episode arc. God, I've been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this so impatiently this episode this two-part arc is easily a series highlight for me Uh, and I know I'm not alone in that sentiment it is among the greatest storylines that Teen Titans has ever done among the greatest episodes that Teen Titans has ever had uh, these two episodes fused together this two-part arc fused together Makes for easily one of my favorite episodes. uh, Absolutely among my top five. Maybe even, like, top three. Actually, I think this might be number two. This might be number two behind another three-part arc that we'll talk about when we get to season four. I could be wrong about that. It's been a while since I watched Teen Titans all the way through. I'll say that much. So, it's definitely, like, top five, top three material. I swear to God I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It is just perfection. It is so, so freaking incredible on pretty much every possible level. It is everything you want from a finale arc of Teen Titans. So... I'm just gonna get right into this and just do a blow by blow of what this first start of what this first part gives us, cause holy shit, it's off to a great start. It's off to an amazing first half. Uh starting with that incredible opening sequence. Uh the nightmare sequence where we see Robin chasing Slade and then they get into a big uh fight amongst these giant boulders. Uh, Robin is able to incapacitate Slade. Slade points out, hey, uh, you were so focused on uh, taking out me. You took out all these boulders that are in the likenesses of your friends. And he takes off Slade's mask and it is him. Like, it is Robin's face under Slade's mask and he wakes up in a cold sweat 
Uh, so basically, this nightmare is kind of the manifestation of that fear Robin has of being like Slade. Because uh, we've already kind of established in the Red X episode that there are similarities between Robin and Slade. That both Slade, as well as Starfire, have pointed out very clearly. And while Robin keeps insisting, I'm not like Slade, I'm not like Slade, I'm not like Slade, I'm not like Slade, clearly this is getting under his skin. Clearly this is kind of worming its way into his brain... Because this nightmare is a thing. But it's this great metaphorical representation of Robin's fears. This great metaphorical representation of everything Robin is terrified of being. And then, speak of the devil, uh, Slade calls the Titans and is like, Hey, so, I got a chronoton detonator, which could stop time across the entire city forever. Come get it? And so we go on the hunt for this chronoton detonator, and Robin, much like in the Red X episode, goes full obsessed psychopath. Uh, In fact, just before they leave for the docks... Cyborg and Beast Boy are like, hey, so maybe you should stay behind? Just a thought? Because the last time we took on Slade, you sort of went rogue and adopted a villainous persona and almost gave Slade exactly what he wanted. Uh, you got issues with this dude, man. Uh, maybe you should just stay back here and coordinate. And Robin's like, no, 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 I can handle it, I can handle it. I I learned my lesson, I can handle it. Spoiler alert, Robin cannot handle it. (laughs) Robin cannot handle it in any way. Uh, and we see as much in this doc sequence... Uh, when they go into this warehouse where the detonator was before, and then are ambushed by a bunch of Slade's robo-ninjas, and Robin just takes all of them out single-handedly in brutal fashion. Uh, And I love this representation where Robin's just so on the warpath. He just, like... He just, like, steals everyone's kills. <laughs> he swipes everyone's kills. Like, everyone's about to take out a bunch of Robo Ninjas. And then Robin comes in and is like, Nope, they're all mine! <laughs> and then eventually there's, like, this little anime baby representation where all the other Titans are just cowering in fear of Robin just beating these Robo Ninjas to hell. It's so good. It's such a good sequence. Uh, Robin kind of goes aggro on this random civilian because he just happens to be near the place the detonator was. And once again, Robin gets called out, this time by Beast Boy of all people. Hey, uh, 
you're kind of being like Slade here. Stop being like Slade. And then Robin just goes all off on them like, hey, don't ever compare me to him. Slade's trying to destroy the city. I'm trying to save it. We are nothing alike. And then we get in this moment of levity. In this moment of very well-earned levity. Uh, turns out Starfire is allergic very violently to the core of the detonator. And she sneezes a lot and explodes every time she sneezes. <laughs> but because she's allergic to the core, Starfire can track it with her deadly allergies. <laughs> Like, in this otherwise deadly serious arc, this is such a funny conceit. And it's so well done. And it's so... It's so well handled in this otherwise, like, very grim storyline. Like, this is a perfect example of the tonal balancing act that I love from Teen Titans. I absolutely adore from this show. It's so, so well done. Uh, but they track the detonator using Starfire's explodey sneezes. Uh, they find the detonator on this boat. The Titans go to chase the boat. But then Robin gets pulled aside by Cinderblock. So while all the other Titans are chasing this boat, Robin's fighting Cinderblock. Uh, he beats him up. And then finds on Cinderblock's unconscious body... A tracker leading directly to Slade. Robin follows this. Manages to find Slade. And the two get into an altercation. Robin and Slade have this excellent confrontation. This excellent fight sequence. The end of which results in Slade being knocked down and Robin going for the trigger. The only problem is... There is no trigger. Because there is no detonator. It was a fake. And as Slade reveals this fact, uh, the other Titans are figuring out as much uh, after they stop the boat in this really, really fun chase sequence. Uh, and they start uh, defusing the detonator. Cyborg kind of fumbles around with it. And then it kind of just self-destructs, basically. Cyborg puts two and two together and is like, this is a fake. And then that beam... Comes up from the boat. And just shoots all the titans. It is at this point. That we learn. Of Slade's. True plan. Slade's true plan was never. To. Freeze time. Throughout all the city. Or anything colossal like that. His plan was very. was very simple, very intimate, very personal. Everything, 
everything that Slade has done. Everything that Slade has thrown at the Titans and at Robin specifically over the the course of this season. Cinderblock, Plasmus, the Hive, Thunder and Lightning, uh, the chips that led to the whole Red X fiasco. All of it was a test. Which unfortunately for Robin, he passed. All this time, Slade was giving Robin an audition to be his apprentice. To carry on Slade's work. And Slade is accomplishing this. Slade is getting Robin to say yes by threatening the other Titans. That beam that they all got shut off with just now uh, turns out that was not to actually hurt them. That was to inject them with nanoscopic probes. Which, if Robin disobeys even the smallest request, Slade will use to destroy the Titans from the inside out. And so Robin is left with no choice but to give in and become... Slade's Apprentice. Because it is the only way to protect his friends. And then we get this fantastic final scene. Uh, The Titans are coming out of the sewers. Starfire is desperately desperately trying to contact Robin. They can't find him. They can't find him. He's nowhere to be found. And then it cuts to Robin's completely ditched costume and he put on a uniform given to him by Slade and Slade says that like chilling line of I know it looks bad now but trust me you'll learn to like it and then that's where it ends we get the to be continued and that's where it ends Robin has forcibly crossed over to the dark side under duress, uh, and Slade can, like, literally at any point on a whim just decide, yep, all the other Titans are dead. Like, damn, that, that is an incredible cliffhanger. That is an amazing, amazing cliffhanger. It, it's so, so good. I, I, I cannot praise it enough. I'm going to shut up now. And save all my remaining thoughts for tomorrow, because... Oh boy! There is, uh... There is stuff to say about the second half of this episode. Uh, anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows... And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. 
if you feel so inclined, to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 13, the season finale. Talk to you then.